You are listening to Get Your Sexy Back podcast with Kim Coffin, empowerment, sex, love, and relationship coach. My goal is to bring you uncensored healing and pleasurable wellness through sacred sexuality, sex positivity, and empowerment that feels good to your body. So as a collective, we can release shame, reclaim the places we've been most disempowered, reconnect to our body, remember who we are, and step into our unapologetic power basically breaking down the walls of our conditioning and the patriarchy together. My pussy is so excited that you are here. Let's drop into this week's episode. Welcome back to the podcast. I have a beautiful guest here with me, Melody Kears, and we are going to be talking pussy talk, volvalicious, all the goodness that comes from that. And we really we're just going to see what comes out of this conversation. Cause as Melody just said a moment ago, it was, it was more along the lines of, cause that's how pussy works. We don't need to plan anything. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. That is how pussy works. No planning required. We just get to mm-hmm. go with the flow. So everything and everything and anything pussy volvalicious is going to come today. So welcome Melody. Thank you so much for being Thank here. You. I'm going to let you introduce yourself. What do you do? Who you are? What do you, who do you serve? All of the above. Yeah. So I, it's been a journey for me because I like, as pussy goes, she has flowed and I have done a lot of work around body confidence. And that's my own personal story of like, really embracing my body. I've always been a curvy lady and I have used a lot of like sacred sexuality, personal empowerment, like embodiment kind of work in order to do that shadow work. And that's been my journey of like who I have worked with in the past. And what I've realized is that actually the people I really, really, really love working with are the people who do personal development, self-awareness work, and who had that kind of journey, who are coaches, who are in leadership positions, who are spiritual teachers, like who are meditation teachers, et cetera, et cetera. And I just love working with people around embracing the full spectrum of their humanity, right? Because I feel like sometimes people can be really on the like upper chakra side of things. <laughs> and so funny. Really we just talked about that. <laughs> like integrate, you know, like you're Get here on your the planet. Yeah, you know, and it's not just all heart. Like, listen, I love being in my heart and I really do lead from that, but also like, can we also integrate and bring in pussy, bring in body, bring in like all the juiciness of like, actually, yeah, you're in this material world. It's not just like meditation land. Right. And Mm. that integration, and that's the work that I do. So I do a lot of work with people around regulating their nervous system so that they know how to feel their emotions and embracing that, listening to themselves, actually being aware of their needs and desires and fears and like working with all those patterns and then being able to communicate them. So like boundaries and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Um, and I love working with people in leadership positions because I feel like the ripple effect is just beautiful, you know, because I'm like, if these people can embrace their interiority and their humanity and their divinity and they're going to be shining the way for everybody who follows them so that's Mm. what I'm really passionate about and I really do believe also in like bringing that vulnerability and normalizing being a human being as a leader and so that's the work that I do um yeah and it lights me up I really believe in integration right it's like body 
heart, pussy, mind, all of it. Yes, yes, yes. And we were very, so, so very aligned, which we knew we would be, which we knew this podcast would mm-hmm. just be so easy <laughs> to record. And I know there's many people out there that are even going to see pussy. What the fuck? Did she just say that out loud? Like mm-hmm. for me in my journey, I've worked very hard about five, I think we're five years ago now, starting my reclamation of that word. When I first heard it, I was like, what? Mm-hmm. No, like, ugh, like that's very, I'm going to use words like slutty and dirty and mm-hmm. bad. And, and that's just not, no. Um, and even at that time, I still thought our lady bits were called vaginas, which is not accurate either, which what? is brutal <laughs> that we would even not know this. Yeah. And I was 40 at the time. So like, hello. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, we can break down this pussy and this vulva and yes, it is vulva ladies. If you're mm-hmm. listening, the vagina is only literally the birth canal or the canal or the, <laughs> the inside pieces. Yeah. The inside pieces. But beyond that, like, let's really break down starting with this, this pussy word and, mm-hmm. and how you reclaimed it and what that means to you. Yeah. So my journey, I would say like I grew up, so my dad is a physicist and very logical, you know, all about logic. If it's not measurable, it doesn't exist. Um, <laughs> and so I grew up very, very disconnected from my femininity and from my, um, you know, like we can say that, you know, it's like my pussy and just like the, the frames of reference that I had, you know, were very much about like logic and like intellectual kind of stuff. And I really wasn't connected to my emotions and also grew up with all these messages of like women are emotional, irrational, like unpredictable, uh, you know, and you shouldn't be guided by your emotions and all of this stuff. So like, that's where things started for me. And at some point I really um, realized that I was disconnected from these parts of myself and that I was disowning these parts of myself because I didn't think that they would be lovable, that they would be welcome, that they would be desirable, right? It's like being the good girl, keeping it all in and like not sharing my emotions, not sharing my needs, like and pretending that everything's fine and I'm the perfect girlfriend and I will never ask anything of you. <laughs> like, you know, all of this I shit. will do whatever you want yeah, always. Like, Just please love me. Like, you know? <laughs> and, you know, and so my journey actually has been about embracing all of that. And um, it actually started, so I first got a certification as a holistic health counselor. And right after that, I went traveling and I ended up in this place in Thailand where everybody was like commenting on my sensuality. And I was like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, I have no clue, you know? And, um, And I ended up at this workshop on the sacred feminine. And, um, that really opened things up for me and really just connecting to that side of myself and doing some sex magic and like really embracing all of the things that I had disowned in myself. And that's where my journey with reclaiming my pussy started just Mm -hmm. surrounded by other women who were doing the same thing and being guided by a really skilled teacher and, 
you know, and then I had all these people reflecting to me about my sensuality and I, I had no clue, right? Like mm. I did not, cause I experienced myself as an intellectual mind kind of person. Um, and in fact, actually when I was in college, I did the Myers-Briggs uh, type test. And at that time I was an INTP. So I was like introverted, intuitive thinking, uh, perceiving, and then years later, after I've done this work, like I ended up being an INFP, the ENFP, uh, right? So like you ended up like totally changing into like the feeling and like the it's the emotional. Yeah. What's the N? Um, the N is intuitive, right? And so it was yeah. like it's really interesting because I had disowned that side of myself so much yeah. that yeah. it just wasn't showing up in my life at all. And um, yeah, so like it was a lot of work around sacred sexuality. It was also work um, around like Tantra and Taoism and things like that. And for me, there is a real component that is actually really, I would say, mystical uh, in my work or spiritual, if you want to say, because I really do believe in this is what makes sense to me, which is like, you know, if it's there, it has to have a purpose. Like it has to, it, it serves something. There's no way that something is like inherently bad, even if it can be uncomfortable or even really excruciating, or we can call it, you know, conventionally, it's not really a nice thing for it to happen. Right. But like, I really do approach things from this place of celebrating everything. And that's what made sense to me of actually welcoming life and receiving life. And in a way it is kind of like sex, right? Like there is this like element of like actually receiving and being vulnerable and allowing yourself to be touched and penetrated by life. And like, that's what really made sense to me. And it felt really, really choosy to like approach life in this way. Um, yes. And so the word pussy stopped being so charged like in that negative way, but just actually, yeah, like it's a reclaiming. It's actually, it's a way of life. And it's about actually allowing for that trust of the flow of like, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm excited about it. And I, I can trust that I can meet that moment. Like what we're doing right now, right? With the podcast. And I'm like, I have no idea what's going to come out of my mouth. But <laughs> 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 well, I'm sure it's going to be great. Like, or it's going to serve someone. I don't yep, know. <laughs> it's coming through literally the pussy portal. There's yeah. so much I want to say to that. And I'll, I'll speak to there. There's so much in the connection and the slowing down piece, but there's also so much in the pussy and I'll break down my explanation of pussy as well, because yes, it is literally the Oracle between our thighs, but it is also when I use the word pussy, like it's the essence of a woman. It is our pelvic bowl. It is our intuitive portal. It is our womb. It is our inner knowing it is our sacred truth. And it's actually like deep, deep and juicy where like our core essence and our purpose comes from, like there's so much in there. And when we can slow down and reconnect to our bodies, instead of all the disconnection that's happening in the world and has been for hundreds and hundreds of years before electronics, we were not supposed to be talking about our pussies people like that was not okay. Right. So this disconnection started way before electronics, but there was all of this disconnection and we lost this essence, this truth, this juiciness, this yumminess that we already have within our bodies. It also started, I think, even when the women started having to not having to wanting to work in the, um, the first war when the men were at war and we had to 
be like many men if we were going to show up in the workplace. Like we had to disconnect there again, even further than we were already disconnected then, mm-hmm. but we had to disconnect more than if we were going to be allowed to work. So there's all of these different places in history where I can see disconnection happening. And when we can use pussy literally as a, Hey people, like it might freak you out, but you also, I I know I five years ago also had this yearning still for wanting to know what it was. It was like this hunch that there was something there for me, Mm -hmm. even though I hated the word. Mm. Yeah. And there was, there was tons, there was this coming home. There was this beautiful reclamation Mm -hmm. of my body, my sexuality, my truth, my essence, my boundaries, my, all of it, my voice and my body. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also there's that piece of, you know, historically, you know, pussy can feel quite unsafe, Mm -hmm. right? And there's so much trauma that we carry physically and emotionally because or generationally yeah and because we have pussies right and so that's also a way in which it's like oh like there is the source of this power but also it's so scary because it holds so much of that right and so it's both and it does take that courage to step into that and to trust already that little tingling feeling that's like, oh, there's something there for me. Yeah. Right. Um, and it's, but it is scary powerful. in the beginning. Mm-hmm. It's super powerful. And that power is scary. And our conditioning is scary. And you hit the nose on the head there. We have been threatened with our sexuality scared to walk down a street late at night, walking with our keys in our hand. Many of us have experienced sexual abuse and sexual assault, myself included. Like we are taught that that is something you put the fuck away. Mm-hmm. It's for and babies and marriage and just give your husband what he wants or he'll leave you. Right. Exactly. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. And you know, and it's so interesting because talking about that, like I remember when I, when I was doing this work and I started reclaiming that part of myself. And I remember that, you know, it's like catcalling became actually really different. Um, because when I walked down the street before, and it was this sort of like, you know, more like this disrespectful comments and like catcalling the way we know. And it was so interesting because as I learned to actually carry myself and create more of my own safety and feel safe in my body and feel safe to, I would say like, I talk about it as having my sensuality and my sexuality a little bit closer to the surface of my skin, Mm -hmm. right? Instead of hiding it deep down and only for these occasions and, uh, you know, but to actually let it be something that permeates me, but that I own, right? It's not this like, performative thing it's just a part of who I am and I remember walking down the street and the experience was completely different and then I might still get comments but it would be like good day ma'am you look beautiful (laughs) it was was different different energy (laughs) yeah yeah because there is this coming home I heard it in your voice there of this coming home and truth and deep inner knowing that is unfucking shakable mm-hmm. that no matter what happens you got this yeah. and it is seen 
from the outside. People mm-hmm. see it in our face. And yeah. you also said something when I reconnected, and this was for me, I also truly strongly believe that this is this reclamation, this recoming home to your body, to your pussy is for every single human that has a pussy. And I'm going to use the word human for lack of a better word, because your pronouns may be one or the other, mm-hmm. and you may, you know, see yourself in a different way. That's fine. But for pussy havers out there, there is a coming home and there is a truth and there is a knowing and a power. Oh, there's a power to reclaiming your body. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think also like, and this is the part of that I feel like sometimes we don't talk about as much, which is the fun. Because mm. when there's that safety and that power, there's room for playfulness as well, right? And we yes. can have fun and we can be in that flow of like, like I said, it's like that trusting and I don't know where this is going to lead, but I'm sure it's going to be yummy and juicy and delicious. And you know, just having, it's just a different way of gliding through life and where you are more in curiosity and anticipation and playfulness. And it feels deep, but also lighter. Right. And it's like, mm, like, yes, there's that seduction, but sometimes, you know, actually it's so funny. My favorite, uh, sex scene in a movie is, um, in the Thomas Crown Affair, the one with uh, Pierce Brosnan and Rene Russo, because they're laughing their asses off. Like, you know, yeah. and I feel like usually sex scenes are so serious and seductive. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, There's why? Like, I'm just, it's so funny and it's hilarious. Like really weird shit happens. <laughs> like, <you> yes, <laughs> love the play. That play is there. That play can be felt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's very, very important. You said something about healing there too. And that part is important. It was especially for my journey. I don't know about yours, but there was these such deep conditionings and deep judgments and deep inner critic and deep ego and deep trauma that all had to be started to heal. Like they all started to heal right from the get-go, but they all had to be healed, but at least a good amount before I could really come home into my body and into my sexuality and into, wow. and, and you do that work as well, right? That inner healing mm-hmm. work to reclaim pussy. Yeah. 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 And there's so much that we store there. I mean, uh, recently I've been doing pussy casing workshops and they're open to like, you know, it doesn't matter how you identify as long as you have a vulva, like you're welcome to come. Um, and awesome. I have also been hosting dick gazing workshops, which has also been super uh, interesting because yes. the men, the men saw us doing the pussy gazing. They were like, wait, we want ours too. And it was like, you know, but that's a whole other thing. But, you know, with the pussy gazing, there's just so much that comes up, even just about, you know, how it looks. Right. And we don't even look at our vulvas, like, yes. because we just, you know, we've so disowned that, so disowned that part of ourselves. And we've like been told it's like dirty and ugly and smelly and even, you know, and it should look this way. Like we don't actually see each other's right. Because it is more hidden. Like men's genitalia is more external or I should say penis havers. (laughs) Fair enough. Penis havers. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So 
it's really beautiful actually to gather in a circle of women and just create that safety and to just be like, well, like, here's mine. And, you know, we've been offering words of appreciation and you really get to see how like they're so different and so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And like, it's just so, you know, and I see the participants walk away, like feeling so much lighter and like, their creativity shoots up through the roof, you know, cause they're like not blocking this part of themselves and their yes. confidence is different. And like, ah, like I just, it's so good. It's so yeah. There's good, so much right? shame releasing too. Like we hold so much shame. I know women that think there's something wrong with the way that they look. And mm-hmm. when I show them some videos of all the different vulvas, they're like, damn, I didn't know that because all they saw what was in a book or porn, Mm -hmm. that was it. Yeah. It was inaccurate, but there is such this deep, deep empowerment when you reclaim your pussy. Yeah. Because you're, you're missing out on half of who you are more than half. Really. I know she's a little few inch by few inch bit, but you're missing out on that essence and that truth and that connectedness and that inner knowing. Mm-hmm. And yes, pussy does talk like pussy yeah. literally will talk to you. And people are like, how do I learn how to do that? I teach people how to do that too. I'm sure you do as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we And they're like, stuff. damn, okay. Now I get it <sighs> because there is like, and I will brag here that literally pussy runs my business. Like she runs the show. If she's not happy, I'm not doing something. And that seems very backwards to our bro culture and our bro workspace, Mm -hmm. but that is what allows me to do the beautiful work that I do. And I mean, I know you as well, that it allows you to do the beautiful work Mm -hmm. you do and to show up from that place where it's intuitive and it's deep and it's true and it's powerful. So, so powerful. Yes, absolutely. And I feel like it's what connects us because for me, you know, if I show up to a workshop, to a coaching call, to, uh, you know, whether group or individual or, you know, and I already have my ideas and everything's planned out of what's going to happen. It's not that it's bad to have, you know, direction. It's great to have direction and to have like, you know, an idea of like, okay, how do I want people to leave this place? Right. But I'm also missing out on the opportunity of actually meeting people where they're at and deeply listening and like seeing what they need and then showing up with what they need, because I'm sure you do as well, right? You have a treasure trove of like things that you could do to support people in their journey, right? And it's like, if I show up and think like, oh, we're going to do this exercise and this exercise and this exercise. And it's like, but maybe they needed something else. And to me, being connected to pussy and listening is like, really being open to, like I said, it's like meeting that moment, the way that it needs to be met and being in that flow and actually having fun with it and trusting what she has to say in that moment. Right. And not second guess that like, Oh no, you couldn't say that. Oh no, you could like on Tuesday, I led a women's circle and was so funny because it is edgier and you just don't really know how people are going to receive it sometimes right but I was like yeah you know and I woke up this morning and I was dancing around and you know I just saw my body in the mirror and I was like hot damn (laughs) like 
it's like and it felt so good because like for the longest time in my life you know I didn't feel good about my body I just I was so I was celebrating that in myself and you know and then sharing how I just like went over to my boyfriend's home office and was like dancing around naked and like just totally trying to like tease him and like distract him from work (laughs) and like you know because I could be a naughty tease like that and um she's good for that too yeah exactly you know but it was like I don't know how these women are going to receive this but it just felt like like pussy was like no that's what you need to share right now and I was like okay well let's go and see what happens you know and it was actually beautiful and people really received it and they felt so safe and comfortable and that they could open up even more because I was just being like that you know so yeah it's just having that trust yeah and you said something about you know following pussy and slowing down and which is also being present and being with clients that way that is also super, super trauma aware, because if we had gone through that session and plowed through it with this and this and this and this, because this is what we planned, Mm -hmm. that is not serving them. That is actually creating a disconnect, a force, a push. Mm -hmm. There's so many different words I can use there, which are reminding me of my, uh, my program, which I was, it's own your O, which I I was launching. I don't know when this is going to come out. It might already be happening, but Mm -hmm. there's something about pushing and forcing and shoving and wishing mm-hmm. and mo- like all of this demanding that doesn't come your orgasm does not come from that mm-hmm. and neither does your work and yeah. neither does your pussy and neither does your life or neither does mm-hmm. your client sessions right there is this slowing down when we can come to intimately knowing our mm-hmm. body our pussy our entire body and there's this like you hit on as well there's this deep self-love that also came for me by connecting to pussy. It's like Mm -hmm. pussy is this fast portal to reconnecting to all of me, which brings tons of approval, tons of acceptance, got me out of my head, got Mm -hmm. me in my body. Yeah, absolutely. All of that. Yeah. And, you know, and as you said, in that journey, it does require doing our own healing around our traumas and the ways that things have been forced on us and the ways that we have forced things on ourselves. Mm -hmm. We do a lot of that. Yeah, we do so much of that. And I feel like so much of the work that I do, right. So like, unfortunately there are a lot of us global havers who have suffered through abuse. And also we have been taught to abuse ourselves, right. And to not listen to ourselves and to like, um, what's the word, like override our needs and shut down on our desires and allow ourselves to be penetrated when we don't actually feel like yeah. we want to and, and pussy isn't ready. And, you know, so there's all of these ways in which this happens. And there's that, that reconnection to pussy demands that we do that work of undoing and listening. And then you know, when that work is done, then it becomes more of like a listening and like being guided and, you know, and, and that sort of more, how do I live my life from here part comes in. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's so, there's so much, it's just really this beautiful blooming like flower, right. It just keeps opening and opening and opening and opening. And there's just so much richness. Um, 
Mm, I love that richness. So much richness, so much power, all by connecting to your pussy and learning Mm -hmm. how your pussy talks, Mm -hmm. becoming volvalicious. You also said something about, about being penetrated early, which is so reflective. I also say all the time that how we show up in the bedroom is how we're showing up in our life. Or how we're showing up in the bedroom is how we're showing up in our business and our mm-hmm. relationships, all of it. And being penetrated too early is like a definite parallel to crossing our boundaries, to mm-hmm. being penetrated too early in a way we don't want to in life, yeah. in doing things we don't want to do, mm-hmm. all of that. So they're very much connected when you work and heal on one which I find pussy and sexuality the fast track the way in because it's the biggest area that we have been the most disempowered in our lives as women, as pussy holders. Mm -hmm. And when we can reconnect and get in there fast, we can start to heal all the other pieces throughout our life, throughout our business, throughout our relationships so much faster Mm -hmm. with so much more empowerment, so much more power. Yeah. And it is all connected because like you said, it's like how you do things in the bedroom is also how you do things in other areas of your life. And you really can see a lot of those parallels. And once you start doing the work, you know, then you will have that moment where you're crossing your boundaries in a way that's totally not related to sexuality. And you're like, wait, oh, I'm doing that thing. You know, I was mm-hmm. working I was working on it in terms of like my sexuality, but actually I'm doing that thing with my boss right now. They're asking me to do something and, you know, I'm a clear no to it. And I'm about to say yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm about to <laughs> put in 24 hour work day because they want it. Right. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and, and that doesn't serve us. Yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That That's does not right. serve us. It does not serve them. It means the work is actually quite crappy and not good. To be honest, you can't yeah. serve and show up that way for anything in your life. Yeah. So it really creates a vicious circle of um, chase and go, go, go and mm-hmm. out of alignment. Yeah. And it's not sustainable. And that is the thing, right? Because you know, you see it, I'm sure also with your clients where it's like you have women and Volvo havers who are pushing themselves in that way. And they might have achieved a lot in their lives, but they're definitely not finding the happiness that they thought they were going to find once they did that, or they were unhappy with the way that they look, or they're unhappy with their relationship or they're, and it's like, you know, it's this push, 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 which at some point something's got to give, right? Like, yeah, it's typically just, burnout, yeah, exhaustion, yeah, exactly. and then <laughs> they know? call you or me or one yeah. of the other sex love and right. relationship coaches. They're or like, depression, Help. right? And it's like depression. Yeah, you know, and it's like, well, this is this is your your call, right? It's like it's your body crying out, and you're like, hello, like listen to me, like I'm trying, I've been trying to talk to you. <laughs> yeah. I'm double laughing here. Cause that's how I talk about it too. It's like, poke, 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 hello. literally yeah, like, you haven't been listening. So I had to do something. <laughs> I know. I'm just laughing because we're on opposite sides of the world. We've never connected like this before. And we are so aligned in, in yeah. what we say and how we feel and how we've reclaimed literally our bodies. And yes, that is your wake up call, that burnout, that exhaustion, that there has to be more that guilt that's like, Oh, I should just be happy for what I have Mm -hmm. that hating your body, Mm -hmm. that feeling 
Saddling. Oh my gosh. Saddling mm-hmm. people, pushing your boundaries. All of this leads to a lot of frustration, a lot of anger, a lot of overall burnout, exhaustion, mm-hmm. depression. Yeah. We've listed, there's so many of them. Right. And if you're feeling that talk to one of us yeah. or another sex, love and relationship coach, there's so many of us mm-hmm. and there is such a beautiful coming home to your body that you're going to be like, why mm-hmm. didn't I do this sooner? Mm-hmm. Even though it's scary. I know yeah. it's scary. But you know what helps me? Because like, there's many moments in my life where it was like, oh my God, this is so scary. And I don't know how I'm going to do this. And can I do this? And, you know, I think about, I can let this keep going. Right. And it's just going to keep getting worse. Like, you know, and then at some point, guess what? I'm going to die. And like, the later I leave it, the worse it gets and the less time I have to like actually enjoy the results of my efforts. So like, yes, really like, you know, it's like, come on, you know, so I don't want to let things get to the point where I'm like burnt out, depressed, like, you know, it's just like, that's what I keep present in my mind you know when I have those moments of like oh shit like can I actually do this like in in self-doubt and I'm like well it's now or later so might as well be now (laughs) yeah and and what got me honestly like yes I saw the calling yes I felt it but then it was like ooh, but that's a lot of money to invest in myself and other Mm -hmm. conditioning there too right but what got me finally to say okay enough's enough was seeing my children was seeing my, I had one little girl and two boys at the time, the boys were older. And it was like, I can't pass this on to them. This disconnection has to stop. It Mm -hmm. has to stop. So if you can't do it for yourself right now, look at doing it for your children or your future children, because it needs to change. It all needs to change. And it is a beautiful change. And it's not just for women or Mm -hmm. non-binary pussy havers. It's Mm -hmm. also for, for men, and there's so much more there and healing there. And they are naturally receiving it when we do the work as well. Yeah. Everyone around your circle is naturally mm-hmm. receiving it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's so inspiring for other people to see that work. So it's not just you lifting yourself up, but actually lifting your family up, lifting your communities up, lifting your partners up. And some people might have, you know, might be a little bit uncomfortable because it's a different way you know, like they haven't seen you be that way before. They're not used to it. Um, but it's like a calling, right? It's like a seduction. Mm. <laughs> it's interesting. I thought people didn't see me like they're going to like, oh my gosh, this is so different from, you know, old Kim to new Kim. Mm-hmm. But I've had a lot of reflections that they always kind of saw it and they just, it was always there. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we do it have flashes always- of it. We do mm-hmm. have flashes, but it's really about coming home, reconnecting yeah. and allowing that pussy yeah. literally to run the show and yeah. run your life. And it's so, mm, so juicy. It's so juicy. It's so I powerful. See. Yeah. And going back to this post pussy talking thing, I just, you know, I want to say that for the listeners also, because I mean, it is really actually useful to just have that moment where like it actually literally will talk to you. Yes. <laughs> you know, you just have to stop and send your consciousness down and kind of, you know, focus and ask it some questions. And, you know, it might 
take some time because we're not used to it right like it's like a little bit like what is happening and your mind might get in the way and be a bit like it will get in the way what are you doing you know it's like what are you doing like like you're talking to like your foot like what um but actually if you have that openness and you just sort of send your consciousness down to that part of your body and try to like you know just like hey how are you doing how are you feeling today like anything you gotta tell me like you know or would you like to do this or you know um, clothing's a great one do you want to wear this today or do you want to wear this and keep going back and forth and start listening and feeling if you notice a different right right yeah and some people hear it yeah some people feel it yeah and, you know, like I, I have an exercise in the, in the pussy gazing workshop where we do that, where we actually have pair chairs and I have them share like how their vulva is feeling physically, emotionally, and spiritually to each mm-hmm. other. And it's so beautiful. And then when we do the group share about like, you know, how was that for you? Like, it's like, I had no idea that it had its own personality. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, she can be a sassy little bitch. She can be many different things. I've seen men, I've seen sassy come out. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's about time you're listening to me. That yeah, kind of, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's but there's, amazing mm-hmm. to watch them, like their mind be like, what, you know? And it's just, yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's just, mm-hmm. you know, just opening that door. It is a portal opening that door and that portal. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you so, so much. This has been beautiful. And do you have anything coming up that you want to share about in end of February or March or even onwards? What's coming up going on? So I do work with people individually one-on-one. So obviously people can reach out to me and that's an ongoing basis. I don't have like a launch that's a particular time for that. I do also have a group program that I'm going to be launching soon uh, and that we're going to work again around like body confidence and leadership and nervous system regulation and emotional intelligence and vulnerability and connection and relationships and dating and all of this juicy, yummy stuff. Because as we've been talking, right, it's like once you connect the pussy, like it does have an effect in all of these different areas. Um, And so like, I'm super excited about that program. I actually don't have the details yet because I'm still listening to her and she's going to tell me soon. But yeah, if people check perfect. out, <laughs> but if people check out, um, you know, my Instagram and stuff, that's where the announcement is going to happen. I'm sure I'm going to have a turn on event, but it's like, she's, you know, being a little bit coy about giving me the details. She's right brewing. Now. Like, exactly. You know, and I think that's also a piece that's important, which is like letting her brew and trusting that she will tell you when she's ready. And it's the same thing as like not penetrating when she's not ready. It's like, don't mm. let her you know. I love that. Yes. Before we end brief uh, example of not penetrating before she's ready. I had this program, the own your O brewing Mm -hmm. literally for a year. And I was like, "Mm, not yet, Mm, not yet. And she was like, "Mm, not yet. And then three weeks ago, everything downloaded in 30 minutes, Yeah, 30 minutes. And then I got another 10, 12 posts in the next 30. And I was like, damn, right. Thank you. So yeah, that's how she works. And she works through every type of business, not just Mm -hmm. ours, every type of business. I have engineer clients Mm -hmm. and artist clients and so many different female, male, Mm non-binary, different careers. And it 
works and I wanted to say penetrates, but I don't want to use that word. It works and connects and flows through every Mm -hmm. single type of business and every single type of life. Yeah. You want to talk to your pussy. You want to learn how. Yep. It's really a beautiful way of just of living really, because it really is deeply listening to yourself and that is actually where your self-respect comes from and where your self-love and self-worth and your confidence comes yes. from, right? So yes, yeah, ripple effect. Thank you. I'm going to drop all your links in the show notes. So if you mm-hmm. want to follow Melody and get this information on when her programs come out, grab that. And that's it for today. I hope you have yeah. a fabulous day and thank you so much for joining me. Yes, of course. It was a pleasure as always. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you got a juicy nugget or two, scroll down on whatever app you're listening to and leave a five-star rating and review. I invite you to follow me, join the conversation, the weekly lives, and a lot of other amazing free content in my private Facebook group. Let's get your sexy back. You can also friend me personally on Facebook, Kim Coffin, and follow me on Instagram at Get Your Sexy Back Coach. If you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, don't be shy. Reach out. I'd love to connect with you. 